0: The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out Teespring.com slash store slash Professional Casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, Bearded Dragon Games.online. Also, a special thanks to Bilt Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. And we are live. Guess what? It's Thursday night. So as you might understand, you might know, you might not know, uh, it's Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog. Uh, I am joined with uh, by Danny this week. Uh, We're going to be talking about some Ghost Rider. We're going to be talking about the event that we're running uh, in just a few short hours. And some people might describe that as actually just a few short days. It's two days away. This Saturday, we'll be running an LVO qualifier at Bearded Dragon Games uh, in, you know, right above uh, the the studio space. So it should be pretty dope. But it seems like we have 16 people signed up. Uh, People are coming from literally all over the world for flying in. Uh, driving in taking boats taking trains taking cars but mostly just that latter one wait Um, a minute
1: planes trains and automobiles and automobiles that's right that's crazy
0: and we'll be giving out these awesome beautiful shower curtain rings which you could use as uh, earrings or to hang a shower curtain with um or or a number of of other features really
1: are we giving out a set or just one
0: uh just just one it's one that fell off of my shower bar okay so um well
1: and you can aspire. You gotta. You gotta collect them all. Correct. So keep coming back. Right. I will make sure that more of Tim's shower curtain rings fall off. Uh, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but in addition, uh, or I guess as a segue from an LVO qualifier, just as a reminder, this uh, stream, this this show, this network is sponsored by frontline gaming so if you are looking to grab some mats maybe some terrain maybe uh you know a whole bunch of different things you can do that at frontline gaming if you use the uh link that is in the show notes or on the youtubes uh you can uh help support the network directly so we really appreciate that and uh, we really appreciate frontline yeah but danielle let's get to most right into it uh games played hobby thoughts you and i played a game earlier this week we did on oh yeah the power phase on tuesday, tuesday night. night yeah what i did i say monday again no. oh i didn't say no. okay i didn't say it wrong i just it was lying through omission but uh, you and i played a game we got to try out Gwenpool and squirrel girl yes what was your initial piloting uh review post play of uh squirrel girl and how she functioned and, and how she did how'd you like her yeah
1: I liked her. I definitely want to run her again and try to work around. I never felt like I had enough power to use the Tippy Toe token until she'd already been flipped. And at that point, it was just kind of like a matter of time before she got taken out. So definitely, you know, maybe something running her with Hellfire Club where I could just like give her that power, you know, something like that would maybe benefit her a little bit more. Um, but, and I definitely like kept her back so that she wasn't, you know, in too much like combat so that she yeah. wouldn't get injured, but then she wasn't getting the power. So I felt like I really missed out on that aspect of her, but mm-hmm. otherwise I thought she was perfectly serviceable. Now, is she in a force as well or just yes. Avengers? Okay.
0: Yep. Cause that, that could be another thing that would help her potentially yeah. benefit from, uh, whenever someone gets hit, yep. giving her a little bit more, uh, an extra, actually that seems like probably a super dope place for, her, especially if you plan on using that, that tippy toe token. Yeah. Totally, Uh, uh, I got to try Gwenpool in that game as well, who I assumed that I was going to absolutely fall in love with. Mm -hmm. And I I definitely did. And you did Uh, her spender uh, just being an excessive violence that also incinerates and uh, does damage to everything around the target, including friends. uh, There was a point in that game. You can check that out. It's uh, over on the YouTubes. Um, But. Uh, there, there was just a point where like half the field was covered in incinerate tokens. Yes, like was like, are it we gonna have wild. enough? Yeah.
1: It was it, literally that was a question. Do we have enough incinerate tokens? Correct.
0: <laughs> um, but and and a lot being my own team as well because yeah. every other character around yes. that section, not just. Um, the enemies right
1: and i love that that's so like the deadpool side of mm-hmm. her which i i love that and i respect amg so much for adding that mechanic in with her yeah love that
0: and she just has a lot going on between the re she has a range three place uh she has an invulnerability like she's an absolutely stacked character yeah absolutely awesome. stacked um but this week we're going to be talking about the man the myth the legend frank castle himself that's right cosmic ghost rider uh, so this character, very specifically, is one that our own Big Chuck is absolutely enamored with. Mm. Um, if you ask him about Cosmic Ghost Rider, you will get a lot of information, which is actually just super cool. He's uh, super into uh, this version of that character and the storyline uh, that he has of because what was it? He was telling us earlier today. Uh, so in the comics, Cosmic Ghost Rider is Frank Castle in a world where Thanos won and he's it that's uh, my understanding is he's the last thing left he makes a deal with mephisto to become the ghost rider to get vengeance for obviously everything that has happened okay um and then i believe thanos just uses him like as his like coffee in the morning he like penance stares thanos every day to see all of the evil things thanos does or has done and then he just is like ah that's a great good good i definitely did the right thing yeah um and then ends up teaming up with Galactus when Galactus comes to to Earth to be like, "Okay, where is everybody? I'm pretty hungry or whatever." And then he becomes the herald of Galactus to go try to take down um Thanos.
1: All right. You're pretty dope. So I definitely thought I was crazy cuz I was like, "Wait a minute. Frank Castle." Yeah. That's Punisher. Mhm. But that makes sense. Okay. Interesting. I like that. Right? It's kind of like who was it when um Juggernaut, somebody else, Colossus gets the bands. Yeah. Right? It's yep. kind of like that same kind of thing. Very much
0: so. And uh also Chuck told us in that particular story. Uh, I guess speaking of Juggernaut, Howard the Duck ends up getting the crimson band or the the powers of uh Sidorak and becomes jugger Juggerduck.
1: That's awesome.
0: Right? I, it's it's difficult to not roll your eyes a little bit on that yeah. one. But I, if I we know. if we do end up getting Howard the Duck, like how dope would it be to have it yes. be the Juggerduck version of uh that would, the be,
1: that would be the way to do it, I think.
0: Right? Yeah. I think so too. Oh, before I forget, I, I moved on too quickly. Um, did you hobby anything this week?
1: I did not hobby. I also did not hobby I like anything. Anti-hobbied.
0: This week. <laughs> like before <laughs> a even, protest to the regional <laughs> hobby. I was like,
1: no. Dan was like, here, do you want to shake this paint? And I just knocked it out of his hand. Get that away from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just throw it to the ground.
1: <laughs> on um Like, right before our game on Tuesday, our kids had their spring concert. Yeah. And Dan and I only... Our marriage now revolves around, like, we talk about the kids and the network, Mm -hmm. which hold, you know, equal places of importance in our lives. (laughs) And so he was like, oh, yeah, before you go, like, you might want to... um," He's like, I got a magnet out for Squirrel Girl. He's like, you might just want to glue it. Or he was, like, saying he would glue it. And I was like, all right. And then I left before him and I got here to get the stuff. And I, like, picked up Squirrel Girl and I saw the magnet on the table i was like nope i'm not touching a single thing of glue goodbye i refuse to glue that magnet on there nope not happening
0: um i (laughs) suppose so i did actually do a little bit of hobbing this week i don't know if this counts as hobbing or not but taylor made that really great um board that we've been using for shatterpoint yeah um and because there's only one mission out currently uh i was like oh we should kind of maybe we mark this board um, so we know where those things go because we Ooh. have to tear it down or whatever to, to play MCP or other games. Um, so he allowed me to do that and uh, I took a pen and just poked holes well, in the board okay. where the objectives are. So I think that's technically hobbying. Yes. Because I made alterations to a uh, our Shatterpoint board. I think it yeah, counts.
1: Yep. I agree.
0: 100%. But let's jump right into this ghost rider card are you ready i'm ready uh there's a lot here there's a lot
1: blasters he
0: does have blasters
1: oh my Uh, gosh one of my 11th graders i'm sorry time out you get what you need to get one of my 11th graders did the danny devito so then i just started blasting and i was like i hear you're nearly invulnerable when you're blasting and they were like (laughs) what so i had to explain and they think it's very funny so blasters
0: i i really like it personally um so yeah, let's just start at the top. This this is a stacked card. The original, the OG Ghost Rider has a lot on his card in addition to mm-hmm. it, uh this, but and I I just just out of the gate, I am insanely excited to have another motorcycle in the game. Oh, yes. Just in general. So I'm gonna make a call to action here, and I'm gonna ask that each and every single one of you that end up picking up Cosmic Ghost Rider, do not send me the motorcycle. Don't uh it's integral to that particular model. I, I would not suggest sending that at all. So don't do it. But let's get started. So he's fours across the board Mm -hmm. for defenses, uh, which is already pretty dope. He also has nine stamina on his healthy side, seven on his injured for six threats. So going up toe-to-toe with uh, characters like Hulk, She-Hulk, Magneto, Mm -hmm. uh, it's a commitment to bring a character like this. And we've seen there's kind of a tall meta right now, right? Where like even... Uh, like Guardians is running Thanos with two stones. Yeah. Um, or people are throwing Hulk or Immortal Hulk and pretty much anything that that they'll fit in. Mm-hmm. So having another tall character, uh, I think is going to find a home very quickly. I agree. Um, so size three and medium movement. Uh, he has a motorcycle, so he's going to be blasting around pretty fast. So the medium movement on what I'm assuming is probably going to be one of the bigger size bases. Uh, it's already going to be a pretty maneuverable Um.
1: Unit. Uh and all of that is a slight upgrade from original Ghost Rider where he had a 344 four for defenses. Yeah. And he had eight stamina at a cost of five. So a little bit of improvement for that additional cost. We'll see if that equals out.
0: Yeah. You know. I forgot that he did in fact have a weaker um defense, the OG one with the with the miss or with the uh the physical. Um, so no weaknesses here and he's immune to incinerate, uh, which we'll go over a little bit later. So actually bringing down, uh, this character, you might, you might struggle with. Yeah. Oh Uh, yeah. So for his builder, it's called hellfire blasters. pow pow And then I started hellfire blasting. Yeah. Uh, It is an energy attack range four, strength six, and it is a standard gainer. Yep. So he might be struggling for a little bit of power here and there. Um, as he has no standard builder. Uh, After this attack is resolved, this character gains one power. So, great range. It's energy, which is, I think, one of the weaker overall defenses. I agree. Um, So, I mean, Mm -hmm. but that gainer though, Mm -hmm. that gainer though, on a six, that that seems like one of those um, mechanics that you would put on like a two or a three.
1: (coughs) Sorry, (laughs) oh my God, I'm choking on my spit. I agree so much, I'm choking on my spit. (laughs) (laughs) it happens to the best of us i'm sorry oh my gosh i'm just so enthusiastic about my agreement on this Mm -hmm. yep
0: i and 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 if you if you guys ever come to a convention and and you see us out in the wild if you do agree with anything i say um please make sure to choke on your spit you have to then i'll know you're contractually
1: obligated
0: it's like a cue yeah (laughs) um Uh, but yeah that, that that seems a little bit out of place first there might be something later on in the character card that uh that rectifies that a mm-hmm. little bit because he does have a pretty expensive uh, spender as well. Yeah. In the Power Cosmic Penance Stare. Why don't you read through what exactly this does? Because there's a decent amount going on with yeah. it.
1: Yeah. So this is a mystic attack. It's range to strength 12. Strength 12. 12. But it does cost 6. Uh, target character does not gain power for any damage dealt by this attack, which...
0: ooh, That's some really great, like, anti-immortal Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. On
1: a strength 12. Um, and on a crit, a wild, a hit, a shield, or a skull, dust to dust, change each of the target character's blocks to a skull. So if you get one of each of those.
0: Yes. The- yep. And it's all of them. It's not one. It's not like a pierce. It's just, mm-hmm. just straight up. Hey, guess what? You didn't block anything outside of your crits and uh, and wilds. <laughs> yeah, that could be potentially pretty devastating. Yeah, that's beefy. Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, and I feel like, Energy attacks, I do feel like or defenses, I do yeah. feel like are standard pretty low. Mm-hmm. I also feel like mystic defenses against the right squad, yeah. that is detrimental to the max.
0: Yeah, it's it's wild, right? So we have a lot of characters out there that have that like two mystic defense. Mm-hmm. Then on the flip, you have a bunch of characters out there like all the wizards and and magneto right. that like and Mysterio that have like four, fives, and sixes standard. Yeah. Um so it's a little back and forth there. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but yeah it's overall a strength 12
0: I, yeah with 12 dice the odds of dust to dust popping off are probably yeah. somewhat likely i don't know exactly um what the the stats are or the breakdown is on that but i i think it should be relatively um reasonable that yeah. that should be triggering
1: and just to give some perspective looking at his old card mm-hmm. his um his mystic attack his Mystic Spender was a range three, mm-hmm. strength five for a cost of five. Right. So this only costs one more, and you're doing more than double yeah. potentially.
0: But at like half the range though, too, and maybe even less. I forget the difference between uh the the range two and the range three. I think mm. the range three is six inches, and range two, I think, is only it's yeah, it's probably half that. Yeah. So like, yeah, you're you're in melee for this. You're not, you're not stealing glances from across the room. You're yeah. getting up and close yep. and personal yep. for it.
1: And I was today years old when I realized that those uh, it's not two inch. I thought it was two inches and, and a, inches and four inches. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm not good with those spatial awareness.
0: I think the range. Yeah. So range three is six inches. I think four is like seven and a half or eight. And yeah. then five is 10 inches, if I recall. OK, Uh, but
1: that's really funny. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. You are with this one, you have to get real close. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be at range two. Still, though.
0: Right? Whew. Is this the first attack that makes you buy a second set of dice? That's a great question, uh, Mr. Tisdale. And yes. I mean, you should buy an extra set anyway, especially mm-hmm. when you're getting up there for things like uh Helios laser bombardment. Um, or trying to think about other attacks that go above 10. I mean, I'm sure they're out there. When you want to punch your excessive violence mm. with a uh, hydra bob. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. Dan does confirm in the chat too that range 3 is double range 2. Nice. So, thanks Dan.
0: Still has 50 dice so he's golden. Listen, it's a good spot to be in, for Are sure. Are you though? Is it enough? Is that enough for a really doped out Helios Laser Bombardment. You can have a maximum of 10 characters. Nope. It'd have to be a maximum of 9 characters to get off a Helios Laser Bombardment with maximum power because you can use 8 two-threats and then Iron Man. And you'll be one... Yeah. I think that's how it would work yeah. out. So okay. that would be <laughs> 80... 89? Does Helios Laser Bombardment have a cost? I don't think so. MCP. All right. Let's do this math really quick. I'm actually super curious about what is the maximum amount of dice that you could potentially need. So with Helios.
1: If y'all didn't know, Tim loves math. I I do. Statistics. I do really (laughs) like.
0: Uh, So you could get off a Helios laser bombardment with 90 dice. I think. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, listen, sounds like you're halfway there, Tisdale. I guess you got to keep going. Uh, Baron of Dice seems like a great place to get them. But... I mean... <laughs> or your local game store, like Bearded Dragon Games down online. Use that code PCME10 to get 10% off your next five sets of MCP dice uh, to really pop off with some laser bombardment.
1: And don't forget, if you pre-order stuff, you get 15% off. It's true.
0: 92 is it 92? That's bananas. I figured it'd be 80. I think it'd be 90 exactly, right? Oh, there's a base to it. That's right. I was thinking of just a power that could be spent. Great point, Dan. Yeah, so 92. And I don't think that there's a better way to add dice more than one for one. So, like, thinking of maybe, like, Death's Decree or something like that. But once again, that's going to be um, in a situation where uh you have a different character using up threat and you just need as many bodies as possible yeah it is strength strength too nope yep that was a great call trying to think if there's any two threat that could provide all right with four hammers right Mm -hmm. so now that's 96 dice I'm curious. So let us know in chat and let us know uh, on the Facebook or or the YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, what other ways you could get more dice on a Helios laser bombardment? Um, Because I'm super interested in exactly what the maximum amount of dice you would possibly need are. Uh, But I guess back to Ghost Riders.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming with us on that trip down the rabbit hole. Um,
0: You can uh, actually. So uh, speaking of the power cosmic penance there, right? Only range (laughs) two. But. Good news. Uh, His first superpower is interstellar hell cycle, which costs X. This character may spend one to five uh power to use this superpower, place this character within range X of its current position, where X is the amount of power spent. The superpower can be used only once per turn. So we've already kind of talked about, right? He's gonna have some issues generating mm-hmm. um that power. And then he's gonna to have to use it to teleport. And I think we've talked about this before, where it's at least our assumption that characters like um, Nightcrawler mm-hmm. will probably have a teleport that is the same as this. I
1: would assume so, yeah.
0: Um, and we've seen it with magic to a lesser degree, where it's it cost acts and the character can spend one through three power and then goes either range one, two, or three away. Right. Um, and I do like this as well because as this motorcycle does not have wheels, he's not getting a long movement. Right. He's yep. placing exactly. And I do like
1: that, go. and I think it's fair too because like I I don't think that it's fair to say like spend four and get a long movement like i i think that it is a good idea to you spend this you get this much movement Mm -hmm. i just think that that's fair and it it really adds to the balance of the game yeah i think so another another props to uh, amg there i completely
0: agree so now you'd have to be pretty capped off on power if you're going to be the maximum you'd be able to do to get this off and use a power cosmic pennant stare um would be range four
1: yep yep interesting All right, tell me about them chains, the Sidorak. All right, so this costs two. Choose a character within range three of this character and push it toward this character short. Then the chosen character gains the incinerate special condition. A character can be affected by the superpower only once per turn. So I love that. Yeah, they can get over here kind
0: of deal. Correct, Mm -hmm. and we've been playing a bunch of Shatterpoint recently, and Darth Maul actually has an ability that's very similar where he can pull someone range two closer to them. And then they get exposed, which is like a defensive uh, debuff. So, so very similar there. Um, that's uh, and I love incinerate. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Incinerate's a big pain in the butt.
0: So maybe you don't need to interstellar hell cycle to get somewhere. You can just pull someone right to you right? and yeah. incinerate them, and then you're gonna you're really gonna pop off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like that quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And I could see that too. Like if you are like, if you have cosmic ghost rider in like range, if there's some kind of like, you have to be within range of whoever for, you know, a tactics card or some other kind of superpower Mm -hmm. or whatever, and you don't want him to go all the way over there, bring, bring that little fool to you. And then you can, uh, you know, give him the stare. (laughs) Right. Uh. So,
0: I really like this toolkit because it's incredibly versatile. So when you really want to pop off, because you spent a lot of threat, right? To bring Cosmic Ghost Rider in Mm -hmm. um, between Interstellar Health Cycle and Chains of Sidorak, making sure like your activation, those are both off action. So you can do them um, without, you know, actually spending a move action, but just that tactical uh, thought process of like, okay, I need to complete these things. I can teleport over here i can pull this guy maybe off a point i can incinerate him i can use this to try to you know take him down or ko him or daze him um i I really like the toolkit so far for this particular character um and i think it's going to lead to 10 minute turns for taylor
1: oh gosh right oh gosh
0: um so next up on the list is the cosmic is, is a reactive cosmic justice on wheels this is three power if an allied character is dazed or KO'd by an enemy effect after the effect is resolved, this character may use the superpower. It makes a Hellfire Blaster's attack against the enemy character that caused the effect. Now, here's how I read this. And we'll, we might get um, Thoris or, or, or Nigoldar ne- ne- to to comment on this at some point. Or especially, they've opened up some rules forums as mm. well okay. uh, for Shatterpoint and some things. So. The way I read that, that is unrange restricted. It doesn't say yeah. a character within four. Nope. It doesn't say anything. It's across the board is how I read it. Mm-hmm. Um, even making that outside of a Hellfire Blaster's normal range. Potentially. Maybe.
1: I could see it just being like kind of understood if it's a Hellfire Blaster's attack and that's a range four attack. Yeah, You have to be within range four. But it doesn't say specifically. So maybe right. they are doing that.
0: So I, I'm super curious about that because I could see that being done either way. Because, yes, Hellfire Blasters has a particular range on it. But if it's saying you just use it, right. I don't know. Maybe it could be a boat. You know how much we've always right. wanted to Hellfire yeah. Blast one of those?
1: Yeah, because I wonder if an allied character is dazed or KO'd by an enemy effect within range four of Cosmic Ghost Rider. Right. Right? Then that kind of alleviates all of that Correct. misunderstanding. And so. they're
0: very good at that. Um, That writing, right? It's normally in there. So that is really specific. So that is why I'm assuming that you can do it from across the board, but I'm super curious for an actual ruling on that because that could be terrifying. Yes. It doesn't matter where he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're going to daze anyone, and that makes it significantly better than, uh, like, Got Your Back, right, with Bucky? Yeah. For the most part. I think they're the same price, but Bucky being able to potentially get two attacks off of it as strength four each, is that better than... A single, six. right?
1: Yeah. And if yeah, you do make
0: tough. that attack, you're getting a power automatically, so you're going to pay for some of that cost with the attack. It's pretty efficient. I like it quite a bit. But once again, he he's so power hungry. Yeah. So incredibly power hungry.
1: Well, glad you bring that up. Right. this innate. Go okay. for it. All right. I'm the spirit of vengeance. You are? Bearer of the power cosmic. Dope. And just a bit unstable. Oh, nuts. <laughs> so, this is where so I was reading the like blog post about this prior mm-hmm. to the card, and it did say like, yes, having the builder where you only gain one might seem like a problem until you get to this. So during the power phase, this character rolls five dice. For each crit, wild and hit rolled, this character gains one power. Mm-hmm. Then if this character has five or more power, this character gains a psychosis token and drops all objective tokens it is holding. At the start of the next power phase, remove all psychosis tokens from this character. So that's a way to generate power. Yeah. Doesn't seem like he's going to be the one to have for um holding extracts, though. Correct. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's a murder piece. He's not a Yes. Uh, oh,
1: for sure. Yeah. And he's not like sit back and hang on a point and like chill. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, go staring and blasting. And I
0: like how it's like every other turn. Yeah. You're gaining that power every other turn. You kind of got to plan a little bit. What is he going to be holding this round? Is he does he need to keep holding that next round Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's just dropping all objective tokens right Right. so that means he can still contest yep he can still be on a point he Mm -hmm. can still be you know around the infinity formula or whatever uh or hunkering down with a researcher or a witness and then next turn he's going to turn on he's going to get five power and he's going to be halfway across the board just doing doing castle stuff
1: yep so oh man that's incredible so very realistically you do that innate mm-hmm. you make an attack with hellfire blaster you gain one regardless boom there yep. you go now you can do the power cosmic Pendant stare
0: so and on average there's a 50 percent chance per die roll so you should be getting about two and a half power something like that yeah. i think uh per one of those which in addition to the regular power you get during the power phase is like an average of like three to four power a turn yeah so you can be doing a lot of this pretty mm-hmm. consistently yes Um, And that will also uh, roll into his second innate, which is ready to roll. At the start of the first power phase, this character gains a psychosis token. While it has a psychosis token, it counts skull results and attack defenses. And this is the important one. And dodge rolls Mm -hmm. as successes. While this character has a psychosis psychosis token. token. It cannot hold, contest, or interact with objectives. Guess what? I was joking before. <laughs> he can't do any of that. Yeah, you know, JK. Uh so yeah. So he starts with a psychosis token, um, which means he is not gaining that additional power turn one. I think that's actually super important, especially for balancing on a character like this, mm-hmm. that you're not going to have any of those like turn zero plays while I put um Ghost Rider Hero so he can just teleport all the way across the board, right. pick up all the objectives, and now he has four
1: hammers and all my guys are dead. Yes um that's another good balancing mechanic honestly you know um yeah being able to add the skulls on dodge rolls that's huge because we see any kind of like dice manipulation are typically Mm -hmm. only for attacks and defense never dodge very rarely i'm not going to say never because i'm just kidding but very rarely would it be for a dodge so that's huge right i mean
0: i feel like it's just scarlet witch that gets skulls on dodges or maybe it's just attack and defense let's she uh, so and that's why he might be like one of my new yes so she does get it on dodges as well mm. um so these two together are, are are really just kind of like at home in a Tim France list where I'm expecting to roll a bunch of skulls yes so yep I really like that very fair marsupial three eleven says <laughs> halfway across the board doing hood rat stuff
1: always. You know him. He's Frank Castle. That's all. That's all he knows.
0: And Earth is pretty much his hood now. Actually, most of the The most of the cosmic uh, space. Yeah. It's like easily twice as big as like Wisconsin. Yeah. All of the cosmos.
1: Definitely. So I feel like if you're going to take him, don't even plan on him doing anything to score you points in that way. But you just let him go out and like do what he's going to do. Because with that psychosis token. Goodness. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Well, and that's the thing is um, I really like
0: that it is static, right? It is turn one. You can't hold anything. Turn two. You can turn three. You can't turn four. You can. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really excited to see some high level plays. This is a character that actually obviously has a lot of uh, just bulk and power into them. But I'm really excited to see how some of the really competitive or tactical minded people interact with a character Mm -hmm. like this, whether they ignore it completely and just go for murdering or if they're doing a balancing act back and forth, actually swapping back and forth with that psychosis token to be getting victory points and be uh, popping off there. I'm also super curious at the wording for blood red and personal. I'm assuming it says Punisher and not Frank Castle. But how dope would it be mm. if Cosmic Ghost Rider could use? It does say Punisher. Uh, sure. okay. Never mind. All right. Fair when up. when we get a card update a bit later this year, I think is when they <laughs> said it's going to happen. Um, I would love Blood Red and Personal to change to Frank Castle, Frank Castle. so that uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider can get uh Blood Red and Personal as well.
1: Yeah. And if you're out there thinking like, all right, whatever, so Ghost Rider is going to be running around the table killing everybody. I'm just going to do it first. Mm-hmm. He also has flight and immunity to bleed, hex, incinerate, and poison. So, good luck. Correct. You can slow him, you can stun him. The but
0: the incinerate bleed. The incinerate and the hex ones alone are like mm-hmm. super valuable. Um one thing I do like that he's not immune to is stun. Yeah. So you can turn off a lot of his power generation, especially mm-hmm. from that psychosis token. Yeah. Uh, that, I think, is like a really huge hard counter for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Because get, getting rid of that, it's just his one power return. Yep. And, you know, every time he Hellfire blasts and that's going to limit him heavily. Yes. I don't think sure. we've seen a character so far maybe that is that hurt by stun. Because a lot of the mm. the big characters like She-Hulk and um, Hulk, I think, are immune to it. Oh, I know a bunch of like the characters that are like, wow, they don't have great ways to to get power. Um, oh, they're immune to stun. She Hulk is not just poison. Maybe it, maybe I'm thinking of just
1: oh, G yep. Hulk. Okay, OG Hulk is immune to stun,
0: and probably someone like Dormammu and as well.
1: Immortal Hulk is as well.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, Dormammu is not. Oh. All right, but yeah, stun stock going through the roof right now. Really like that quite a bit. Um, and then on his injured side, he does flip over to have a little bit less stamina. So mm-hmm. there, we've seen of this in a bunch of characters, especially the stronger characters. This is still going to be an incredibly tough person to take down. Um, deal with the devil not being able to be used here. So once yeah. he's down, on like the regular Ghost Rider, he is in fact down. Um, but gosh, it's going to be a long time to actually churn through all of that stamina on the way there. Mm. Doesn't look like any of his other powers change on this side either no cost changes still immune to pretty much all the dope stuff um and the psychosis token stays the same as well so i mean just broad strokes what um affiliations do you think that he's even going to be a part of or is he similar to um og punisher and just completely unaffiliated
1: Uh, i want to say he might just be unaffiliated yeah i feel like that makes a lot of sense especially like with his story and with the way that you can use him Mm -hmm. i'm not sure
0: yeah i don't see him fitting into anything
1: no i can't either
0: right yep um unless there ends up being like a power cosmic thing fair or guardians
1: maybe guardians i was thinking that too because they're very cosmic yeah I feel but yeah but I have no idea. That's my gut reaction but I'm not totally sure.
0: Potentially black order because he palled around with a baby Thanos for a long time cuz he travels back in time at one point and um goes to uh you know correct it and ends up not killing baby Thanos but yeah. then raises him to just be cool instead yeah. of uh, a dirtbag.
1: Nice. Uh, apparently he is confirmed Guardians and Defenders might be black order uh he does come with a black order card Ooh! so i was actually just thinking i wonder what tactics cards he'll come with yeah because that'll be cool
0: well thank you dan yeah so actually that's that's quite a few things then the black order uh that one uh is kind of neat uh seeing him in there with thanos uh getting vps per kills Mm. uh is you know a great way for him to uh be affecting mm-hmm. the game uh, while he's unable to hold or contest things
1: right like however he can score points it's interesting in the uh, post that they have the little write-up it says he's out to punish and cares nothing for his allies or their meager objectives <laughs> <I> <laughs> which mean... is so on point and like that that just works so beautifully with like the build of of this whole character yeah
0: yep i completely agree yeah um I, I like really that cool. quite a bit uh, there's one affiliation that uh, hasn't been confirmed yet. He's also a Sentinel with uh, the Tactus card under your skin. <laughs> uh, Hellfire Club, I suppose he could yeah. belong to as yeah. well. I, l- I actually really like him in Guardians. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of lower cost characters in Guardians. Yes. Uh, yes. Effectively, he could replace Thanos in the whole Guardians Thanos uh, roster right now. Uh, I would love to see that, Chuck. That would be really cool. Um, where would you want to play him? Where do you think he really excels?
1: I mean, I think anywhere where you can get him more power, mm-hmm. so like an A Force list, yeah, just like chucking power. Oh, in, that's you know, yeah, or even like um, Inhumans, Inhumans. Yep, yep. Anywhere where you can kind of shuffle around that power to just start shoveling some at him, yeah, just in case you know you don't get those rules that you necessarily want or need. Mm-hmm. Um, with you know getting the the five dice rolling for your power it's always good to have a backup and i think yeah. that makes him very very scary I, yeah, I completely agree you know to have power coming at him in a number of ways now he doesn't have any terrain
0: destruction or throws mm. but brotherhood might be a good spot okay. for for power or maybe i mean and this one gets always gets old right but um uh steve avengers yeah or or sam avengers uh, being able Avengers. to heal him up a little bit, give him a power each time and more short movements uh, to yep. save power off of uh, Interstellar Hell Cycle. Um, so he doesn't have to use that as much. Yeah. Uh, could be dope. Uh, once again, I'm absolutely going to run him in Sentinels and Criminal Syndicate.
1: Always. Right. We expect nothing less. Correct. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but yeah i'm really curious what tactics cards he's gonna have especially if he has a black order tactics card Mm -hmm. i wonder if that's gonna be another potential affiliation leader that's what
1: i was just thinking right yeah hmm hmm
0: but it's got to be somebody up or some narrative thing and just somebody up with thanos Mm -hmm. um but yeah i have no idea what that could possibly be Cause they already have so much stuff about Merkin people. Right. So it's it really balance it out. If they gave him something else, like maybe some places or maybe you can give Thanos a ride. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. He can, yeah. Similar to like a, a space gem or, or something like that where he can, uh, Oh, what's the, the shield card, the shield mobile. He can mm. shield mobile Thanos around.
1: I want to take a ride.
0: I kind of like that quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah, I, uh, I think he's he's pretty dope.
1: Yeah, that's going to be awesome. And it will be... I'm really excited to see how Interstellar Hell Cycle works out mm-hmm. in anticipation of Nightcrawler. Right. Because like you said, I'm assuming that those are going to be really similar mechanic-wise. I, yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. But again, getting something that's a little more equitable as opposed to spending three for a long move. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot better. Well, and I think...
0: I guess now that now that we're talking about it, because we know Nightcrawler's coming out. He's mm-hmm. been confirmed. He yes. got revealed at Adepticon. Um, we don't know what he does yet or how his teleport is going to work exactly. But I could see it being a slight variation of this one, similar to how Magneto can throw things forever uh, as long as he has enough power. I could see the mm-hmm. same thing on Nightcrawler where he gets teleports that just increase in power and can use it multiple times. Okay. So instead of having the, I just get this once per round, mm-hmm. it's, I can teleport maybe up to three away for one power and then I can
1: keep doing it. But each time, additional time I use it, it costs one additional power. Uh, I think that'd be. I wonder too, with Nightcrawler. Sorry, this is wild speculation, but that's what we're known for. Correct. I wonder if he will be able to teleport allied characters with him if they're within range too. Yeah. Right. And maybe an additional power if he's teleporting somebody else with him. Mm -hmm. But that is kind of, that's kind of a Nightcrawler thing. It's to bring people with him.
0: Yeah. So I wonder if it would be like a stat or maybe it'll be two powers. Like I could see them doing it Mm -hmm. in a couple different ways um, where he can pay X to teleport himself, plus one additional ally for each power spent up to range four or five or or whatever away. Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I hope it's not a tactics card like special delivery. Like I hope that it's just something like a superpower or something that he has that he can do and not just like a one time thing.
0: You know, now that you say that, that sounds like probably exactly what it would be, right? Yep. Like, he'll have a really uh, dope teleport just for himself and then yeah. a tactics card to be able to do it with other people. Yep. But if it's a tactics card, though, then maybe it'll be both allies and enemies.
1: That would be cool. Right? That would be really cool. No, you're not on this point anymore. Goodbye. Right?
0: Just force port someone like Kingpin halfway across the board and then teleport back. Yeah. Yo! No!
1: Yeah, I like that a lot. That would be really People cool. teleport
0: someone over there and then teleport back is really funny. Yes. Especially like someone like Juggernaut or someone big, Dormammu, mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Immortal Hulk, just getting him just
1: over there. Uh, Out of the way, especially if they're a short mover. like right? They're never coming back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, I I think that would be, that would be awesome. Yeah. Or uh, just some of the, the ridiculous things you could do with a force teleport like that, like putting someone in range of a hellfire of a yeah, a demon portal or in demons mm-hmm. downtown or within range of somebody like Mysterio that's going to tricks and traps mm-hmm. yes. or Cassandra Nova or yeah, I uh, or uh, granted. And this is obviously all wild speculation, right? But um, Sin and Crossbones have that tactics card where they like put a bomb on the field. And then anything that uh, is there during like the cleanup phase or whatever, like it just it blows up and does yeah. a bunch of like just static damage, like forcing somebody to get into that bomb. Yep. And then once again, Nightcrawler just finger gunning and teleporting. Yeah.
1: Bye. It's really Bam. it's really
0: funny. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Now my head's just spinning with yep. like, oh, well, just think of all the things you could do by forcefully teleporting someone. It seems really fun.
1: Yeah. And just. A good narrative too, like that would really fit with his character too, and how he is in the comics. Correct. So, and I know how much they love doing stuff like that,
0: right? So, and I think we're getting those X Men characters like Q four. Okay. I is what they I think they said it was like later this year. Yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of, if they're coming out in Q four, that means we won't have them for the next handful of events, mm. um, which we normally kind of blur through this towards the end of the show. But just so you guys know, we're going to be at a lot of stuff over oh the next gosh. few months. Yes. Um, we're going to be at Iron Weld later this month. So that's going to be Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and that is an LVL qualifier that uh, Brian Watson is is putting together with um, the folks over at Wicked Dicey. Uh, we'll be streaming that. I believe it's Saturday and Sunday. And this is a kind of a different format as well, where they're going to be running uh, teams of three. Yeah. So we're going to get some practice trying to stream multiple games at once and cutting back and forth in between them. Taylor is going to be um, very tired by the I'm end I'm going to send
1: some extra ibuprofen for Taylor. Yeah, right? I'll send my massage gun, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, speaking of, so um, at Adepticon, we got to meet one of our King Dean Doppeldongers, X-Paxis, mm-hmm. and he sent the P.O. Box cushions because the seats at adepticon were a little uncomfortable yeah so he sent uh uh, some butt cushions for us so we can have so nice right isn't it oh he's just a dope dude what a guy um so that's going to be iron weld three bond three lvo qualifier in boston we'll be streaming that memorial day weekend uh if you haven't gotten tickets for that yet or you're looking for maybe another team member or two, there are people looking to finish putting together a team. So there are people looking for one or potentially two more people to join their team. So head over to wickeddicey.com, uh, buy your ticket and reach out to Brian Watson. There's um, a, a couple Facebook. There's a Facebook group for that particular event. Uh, I'll put that in the show notes. So if you are interested, uh, there's still time, there's still tickets and there's still people looking to fill out their team uh, for that event. I Mm. think that's gonna be really nifty, uh, three-on-three MCP uh, event. It'll be also the first team event for, um, that is going to be a points event for uh, LVO, to have an LVO qualifier. So this is kind of like the trial run of this particular format and the trial run of having that qualify for points for LVO, which I just think is very neat. Um, And I guess talking to the guys that run both Ironweld and um, Everwinter, uh, Corey and Miles, they want Ironweld to be the event where they kind of try out some, not wackier stuff, but some alternative formats. It's
1: definitely different. Yeah. Right. Yep. So
0: I'm really excited to kind of see how that plays out. And I believe on Sunday as well, Brian uh, Watson has put together um, a, a narrative event uh, based around Marvel zombies. Mm that uh, it just seems really fun. So characters become zombies and then they can make other people zombies and you have this like us versus them, but like you lose. It it seems it's really cool. It's really cool.
1: Now, do you know at all? Like, because I had a blast when we played that, um, the symbiote, Yes. Right? So, is it something like that where like everyone has like a set number of points are you like going into it and then you're picking your crises and then going like so, any you, idea how that's going to work? So, I haven't seen
0: the the player document for it. Um which I think he's even sent me, so that's my bad. But um my understanding is it's a crisis. It's a specific crisis that you play. Okay. Um so I think there probably is a a set number of all right, I'm. He's explained it to me. I'm like pulling in bits like <laughs> from different conversations, but I believe it's a crisis, and some characters start as zombies or turn into zombies via that crisis. So if it's only one crisis, that means you're still playing something else with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the threat I do believe is variable, and then there's all sorts of things at the end where I think you team up with the other players that still have living characters left to fight off all of your other models that have turned. Okay. Um, It sounds just so that's dope. Cool.
1: That's really cool. I'll
0: certainly find out more for yeah. for next time. Yeah. Um, But I it's, it sounds like a really cool format. Nice. Um, so that's this month. Uh, we're also running an LVO qualifier uh, this weekend on Saturday. That looks like it's going to have a pretty decent turnout for. Uh, that's at Bearded Dragon Games in Oniata. There are still tickets left for that as well. You can find tickets and all of the events. Uh, over at Bearded Dragon online, that are run there. Um, next month, we have another two events, one con, the Atlantic City Open. Now, uh, there are tickets left for that. They are going to sell out. So if you haven't yet and you're interested in going to Atlantic City um, for the Atlantic City Open, uh, that is an LVO uh, uh, qualifier as well and a frontline gaming event. So use that link in the show notes to grab your tickets for that. That is going to be my birthday weekend.
1: It is your birthday weekend. I was
0: going to mention that. I think it's so. That must mean it's the sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth. That is correct, if I recall. Yep. And you and I will be streaming that That's one correct. as well. Yes. Um. And I think too, Brian is running that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's a busy guy. He really is. Uh, and the weekend after that, we'll be doing a. It's not a LVO qualifier or anything, but uh, we'll be running another event at the art store in Syracuse. So we had a great turnout to that last time. We met some new people, Uh, Roland, Paperman, uh, Jay, and Evan uh, came to that as well from Mm -hmm. the Fifth Trooper. They're going to be at the event this Saturday as well. Um, And it was a a really nice venue, really nice space. It's big, it's beautiful, it's clean. It is an art store. Yeah. Uh, So if you're going to be picking up, you know, craft supplies, uh, it's pretty dope. And they have this, like, really neat, like, gallery that's on, like, the floor above. You can, like, walk around and check out all yeah. sorts of, like, dope art and stuff. That's really cool. Um, and, uh, speaking of the art store, and Brian Horton is the the gentleman that uh, puts all that together. So, huge shout-out to him. We, are, we have a couple giveaways that we're going to be doing mm-hmm. um, with stuff that he's donated. We have a Asgard affiliation box, okay. as well as um, a Deadpool and Hydra Bob with the taco truck mm. box to give away, as well. And... We have also been told that we are going to be able to give away a ticket to the Salt City GT. No way. Which is uh, going to be an MCP con. It's a, it's a miniatures con that has, I believe, Legion, a Warhammer AOS, Kill Team, and now for the first time, MCP. So that event is called the Salt City GT. It's going to be the weekend of July 7th. And we will be we're coordinating all the MCP stuff for that. That's so cool. tickets are available right now. There's only 20 ish left. Um, so that's if you plan on going to that, we'll be there. We'll hopefully be streaming it as well. Um, get get your tickets now for that. So that's July. August. We're trying to make Nashcon work. OK, uh, I went last year. Unfortunately, there wasn't Internet, so we weren't able to stream it we attempted i attempted to do it from my phone with like uh, a hot spotting off of my uh my cell plan and and like
1: a macgyver right like he had like a lot of bubble gum a, to- a it, toothpick and a hot spot and it just it didn't work out
0: it, it, it did not yeah we use a lot of web tools to update uh scores and stuff like that so yeah. like everything was obviously needed internet to work and it, it did not it did yeah. not bode well um i believe tickets are sold out for nashcon um, and we're trying to figure out internet now. Unfortunately, convention space internet just yeah. sucks. It is it costs so much, like hundreds of dollars a day, and not like $120 a day either, but it's like multi, several hundreds of dollars, uh, usually getting into the thousands. Um, yeah, over the course of a weekend, which is unfortunate. Uh, one absolute Indian good again at NASHCON. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, one absolute. I got to meet him not for the first time i think i met him at adepticon uh the first year we went nice um and he was at nashcon and uh got the thing that i really loved about nashcon is there are so many dope places to eat
1: yeah oh yeah
0: and not having to have the super crazy stream schedule that we normally have at Mm -hmm. cons i was actually able to go out and like have a meal with people yeah and we went to this super dope indian place that was really 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 good yeah and a nashville hot chicken place too that i think we went to a couple of times was also just really nice they had this really uh neat system where they had like their their beer or whatever was in the the cups that like fill from the bottom oh so it has like a little chip in the bottom or whatever yeah uh that that plugs it up so it doesn't leak they had like random letters on them And you could spell things with them. And there were like prizes if you were able to get enough tokens that would like spell certain acronyms or something. I love that. It was really, really cool. Having time for yourself. Ridiculous.
1: Uh, Yes.
0: So that's Nashcon in August. And then in October, this is a super long shot. We're trying to figure out because it's a massive, 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 massive expense. Um, We are attempting to try to do the WTC in Copenhagen, um, which is a Denmark, (laughs) which there's, I think 150 something people already signed up for. There's 29 teams. Yeah. And it's five five. man team. Yeah. So that is a massive undertaking. I have no idea, uh, if we're going to be able to pull that off or not, but we're trying to figure it out, uh, fiscally and hopefully it does. But my understanding is in the, in the, uh, in europe uh internet is nowhere near as expensive yep. as it is yep. uh, anywhere else so or at least here so we're gonna try to make that work that's in october that would be the wtc mcp event um yeah like i said 29 teams already registered mm. from across the world three right? u.s uh, uh three u.s teams including um nate uh nate has a team and omnis has a team and i think the infamous guys have a team as well if i recall and then there's teams from israel and germany and denmark and the uk and like it's gonna be that's it's gonna so be just cool. an absolutely huge, huge huge event
1: and i feel like that's such like such like the the symbol or the beacon of this community where yeah. like it's a global community right it's so cool well and
0: just very specifically we got to interview simone at um, Adepticon, right? Mm-hmm. And she was talking about the localization of and what they had kind of learned and what they were going to do with Shatterpoint. Where, and, and we were very lucky to uh, get one of those early copies of Shatterpoint. We have a whole bunch of bat up already on the YouTube, so make sure to head over there and check that out. But uh, it launched in like four languages.
1: Yeah, like oh, that's so in the cool. box,
0: like in all the cards too. Not just the the rules, but like all of the character cards too came yeah. in Polish and German and Spanish and French. I believe, we're the we're the four, but just like,
1: how awesome is that? That's so cool. And like, good on that company, too, for recognizing that that needs to be a thing.
0: Oh, completely you know? agree. It's so cool. Well, and she was talking a little bit about how um, some games end up kind of getting a lack of support mm-hmm. for certain localization types. So if there's not a huge player base that's playing in a particular country or that speaks a particular language, there's like... Kind of some gatekeeper things that happen in other game systems sometimes where if it's not going to meet an order minimum, it's difficult for the company in general to localize it and ship seven copies to yep. a particular place. But the fact that AMG has just doubled down from the start and been like, everyone gets it. It's the same core box. It makes it significantly more accessible to a significantly larger audience and makes it actually doable for the player. Mm-hmm. And think about TOs and game stores having to stock like three or four different copies of the same game that may or may not sell based on their community. Mm-hmm. And just being able to have that out of the box. Yep. Right and ready to go. Yep. Really like Easy. it. So just, you know, shout out AMG. That was a, a great call. Yeah. And you get a lot of extra cards. So we're figuring out what to do with all of our other <laughs> cards too. But like, it's a, it's, it's a huge box. Yeah. Huge oh, box. cool. Cool, cool, cool. And then what else? Then Every Winter in December. Mm-hmm. So that'll be back in Boston. Uh one cuz again wickeddicey, uh, com is the place to find out information on that and that will be a more traditional uh, there will probably be maybe a uh usually Friday has like a fun event and Sunday has a fun event before the big singles event that is usually two day. Last year had a great turnout. Um we got to see Ben and Alyssa were there and and Shane um and just the the whole uh, new england group right mm-hmm. like dr d and, yeah. um, and and them and we saw spider foes win that event which was That's just cool. really nice to see mm-hmm. so between december of last year and the first few events of this year i don't think there's been a like a repeat champion as far as affiliation yeah um with spider foes winning everwinter and then the, the the big huge event um in europe uh had inhuman's uh walk away in first place wow we saw S.H.I.E.L.D. L LVO. Mm-hmm. And what won Adepticon? It was Guardians Thanos, right? Wow. So it's like, I, I think 2023 is a really great spot and a really great mm-hmm. year for MCP because anything, for the most part, is out there and somewhat viable. Yeah. And when you have new characters coming in, like um, uh, Emma Frost being able to have Hellfire Club kind of bring whoever you want. Yep. And obviously the OGs and probably the most overpowered affiliation, Sentinels, being able to bring in any character with under your skin. MCP is in a great spot. And we have a whole lot to look forward to between Cosmic Ghost Rider and the Wakandan set that's going to come out. We're getting new terrain rules. That's exciting. Right? We don't know a lot about that yet, but I'm super excited for that. I'm hoping that Wakandan stuff is going to be in summer because I don't want to wait for it, really. Right. But I'm super interested to see how the tournament and game space and the event space and the con space changes and uh, reacts to those terrain rules, Ooh. whether they're objectives where you get victory points or whether um, there's other interactions. We we know that there's going to be like a car that you can load and unload vibranium out of as part of that set. So whether that's victory point based or buffs or additional powers or, or whatever, I'm super excited. Super, super, super excited. for yeah. that um and then we have all the x-men coming out later this year yeah we like have... freeze
1: boy dan pointed out what freeze boy oh yeah
0: freeze boy yeah we're getting blizzard this year <laughs> uh sub-zero i think is coming out
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh but yeah nightcrawler bishop professor x uh, shadow king who i'm super excited kitty for pride. kitty pride i'm pumped for her right yep, yep. um and and I just I can't wait to get all the information on those cards, too, mm-hmm. as they as they start to get uh, revealed and released. We're also getting uh, a new Killmonger and Black Panther um, in the rival set box. We're getting Claw and M'Baku. Yeah, um, there's a lot, a lot. So much to look forward to. What I'm really hoping for is in that rivals uh, panel that we get maybe a new affiliation leader for Wakanda mm-hmm. in Killmonger. Okay. I think would be really, 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 really rad. That would be cool. Especially because it's like the um the fight for the throne. Mm-hmm. Like I think that'd be really, really dope. I love Killmonger. I'm super excited for a new Killmonger. Really excited uh that uh maybe in, in my in my heart of hearts that he could potentially be a affiliation leader for Wakanda.
1: I think that makes sense too more than mbaku but i could see that too i would love a mbaku
0: to be one uh as well i think we've gotten i think we have confirmation that that's not happening though that's one of those things it's like yeah the box doesn't say there's an affiliation card in it but it'd be super cool if it did though
1: just sneak it in there or in the rivals movie now
0: maybe in the rivals set Having a, you know, a Black Order style character card or Hellfire Club where a number of different people could be the leader. Because, I mean, we've seen Shuri as Black Panther. We've seen a lot of different people take on the uh, mantle of Black Panther, including Killmonger. Yep. So I think that that would be really cool. Same. But yeah, ton of events, ton of stuff coming out. Tons of Shatterpoint stuff coming out as well. If you're unfamiliar, that is AMG's new skirmish. Uh, game for the star wars property called star wars shatterpoint uh i would highly suggest checking out the youtube and watching uh taylor and i play that a bunch of times we're going to be getting more games with a lot more people as well And uh, there's also a game up there with ben and Alyssa from married couple protocols um so yeah good it's going to be exciting time exciting spot 2023 you know me right but before we wrap up uh just A number of things from around the network. Uh, Lost Omens podcast comes out every Monday. That's a Pathfinder second edition actual play podcast that Danny GMs.
1: Yes, from this chair. That's true. Yeah.
0: Um, Tuesdays is normally Wait Did I Roll a Wild, uh, which you're listening to right now. Uh, Wednesdays alternates between two different things. Uh, The Slithering, which is a Pathfinder 2nd Edition actual play podcast that I run on the Patreon at the $10 tier and up. And that rotates with Settling the Southlands, uh, a WFRP 4th Edition Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition homebrew game that Dan runs. And there's going to be some new exciting things probably coming to that slot uh, over the next few months as well. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Thursdays is Grim Podcast, A Perilous Adventure, a Warhammer 4th edition actual play podcast where Dan is running us through the enemy within probably the best over the top written uh, uh, pre prepared adventure like ever. It's super, super, super great. Uh, it is so awesome. Uh, that story. Fridays is comic book rundown with Joe Gennaro and Ron Haynes, where they've run through comic arcs and issues. Uh, Mondays is Arachne. Um, dr d's infinity podcast which is new to the network as well and then we stream literally every day every single day monday's the hobby hangout with taylor six or yeah 6 p.m eastern come hang out he has guests get through that sprue backlog that you have and hobby with taylor tuesday wednesday thursday and friday I stream on Twitch at 3 p.m. doing things like Blood Bowl because we have a Blood Bowl League. Make sure you join the Discord. We have a free version of the Discord now um, if you want to play some Blood Bowl or find games uh, of of some Blood Bowling for Blood Bowl 3. We do some Cycle. We do some other stuff. We're going to be playing My Hero Academia as well, the card game. Um, There's just an absolute ton of stuff. The Discord is a great place. To get all of that information and just interact with honestly one of the dopest communities we've, I, or at least I've ever been uh, lucky enough to be a part of. Yeah. Anything else? when I forget, I'm sure I forgot a whole ton of stuff.
1: I don't know, man. That was a lot. Yeah. Don't forget, though, you can subscribe to our Twitch mm-hmm. uh, free with your Amazon Prime account. Just make sure that those two things are linked, and you just have to check and re-up it every month. But that is free to you. It helps us. It helps us get to these events. You know, keeps the the lights on and the caffeine flowing
0: it's very true um and a huge thank you to everyone that supports us over on patreon at well at patreon.com slash professional casual uh, including our kingding doppelgangers and our professional cake sitters um not only do all of the patrons get access to the full discord uh you get episodes a week early for a lot of shows you get video for a lot of those shows in addition to that um a whole bunch of other great benefits discounts on merch. Um, you can get channels named after you, free mm-hmm. promotions and things like that as well at certain tiers. And uh, our King Ding Doppeldongers get to play a game with us twice a year. Especially yes. if, so for some uh, some some TTRPGs. TTRPG. Um, so it's super dope. But especially thank you to the King Ding and professional cake sitters, including but not limited to X-Paxis, Tisdale, Charles, Bycon, Leroy, Rob Dagna Devil Pup Iron Maze Wizard Skills Tony Hot Hands Otis and last but not least Cider Drinker or nice. Whiskey Chugger either one but guys on the day thank you so much we'll see you tomorrow uh, for, I think I'm doing Blood Bowl 3 tomorrow because the League, the, the Season 1 PCN Blood Bowl 3 League starts this weekend. So if you're not already a part of the Discord, go over there, join it for free. Uh, There's a link in the show notes and in the description of this episode. Get on there, get some Blood Bowl games in uh, because it's going to be a blast. We have a bunch of new players. If you've never played Blood Bowl before, if you've never played Blood Bowl 3 before, that's fine. The game's yeah. actually relatively inexpensive as far as a, a, a a GW product goes. Um, And we're going to have an absolute blast with it. It's going to yeah. be Doper McGopers. I think we have a little over a dozen people in there. We'll probably have around 20 or 25.
1: Blood um, bowling for soup.
0: Blood bowling for soup. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, guys. Love you so much. We'll Bye. see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny?
1: On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew forp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch.tv slash Professional Casual Network, we've got, wait,